0: IVM
1: They say that the 21st century is the best time to be a woman. Women still have a long way to go for equal rights, but I'd say we're getting there slowly and steadily. The internet has been a boon not just for opportunity, but also for awareness. Since its inception, women have had access to information about women's rights and opportunity. The internet is now a place where you can seek assistance or find a community to help you with whatever unique problem you have. That's why you'll now find women on the internet coming together to find solutions to problems unique to them. In a traditional country like India, the anonymity of the internet can be a safe space for women to ask questions they wouldn't be able to ask in real life. This can be life-changing for women everywhere, especially the next half billion. The
2: next half billion, or the NHB, are the core of this podcast. They represent the second big wave of internet users in India, hence the term, Next. We define them as the cohort of 500 million first-time internet users that have come online via their mobile phones in five years. From a demographic standpoint, they are mainly from the bottom 60% of India's income distribution. They are owners of small businesses like beauty salons and kirana shops, and also blue-collar workers, domestic workers, security guards, etc. They are building a greater comfort with tech, and represent the hustle and ambition of an aspiring India. Hi, I'm Utsav, who is an ex-engineer turned market researcher, traveler and podcaster.
1: And I'm Nivedita, an ex-engineer turned comedian and writer. And you're listening to Smartphone Nation, how the next half billion are shaping their future online. In today's episode, we'll tell you how smartphones have made it easier for women to not only access the right information and opportunities, but also build strong communities.
2: You know, one of the things I was completely oblivious to till recently was how important period trackers are for women.
1: Oh yeah, they're definitely an essential on every woman's phone. It's one less thing to keep track of, I guess. I don't even remember what it was like to not have them.
2: Um, but you've had a life without it.
1: Yeah, but I've also lived a life without Google Maps and I'm grateful that those terrible days are over. But we've always had maps. You're talking about those massive pieces of paper with the smallest words on them? They were so inconvenient that people preferred asking for directions.
2: Uh, Yeah, it doesn't sound convenient when you put it like that. I completely agree with you that Google Maps are a boon. But I did not know it was to this extent.
1: Yeah, you're really underestimating how bad some of us are with directions. But period trackers aren't the only apps that have been revolutionary for women. There are many other apps out there to help us with our finances, health, jobs, communities. The list goes on.
2: And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. One of the most significant changes in India, which isn't talked about enough, is the rapid decline in India's fertility rate. It has gone from 5.9 children at the time of independence to 2.1 children in 2022. Expanding access to education, especially for women, has been a crucial factor in controlling fertility rates.
1: Yes, and as women become more educated and have more agency over their lives, they begin to understand that they have a choice. This allows them to choose when they want to marry and how many children they want to have.
2: Another factor which contributes to this is India's national family planning program that launched in 1952. It has had its flaws and controversies. But one thing it has been successful in doing is increasing awareness about reproductive health among women.
1: That is great. I am all for women having more agency regarding childbearing. But how do we know for sure that increased awareness is what led to an on-ground
2: change. The 4th National Family and Health Survey, or NFHS-4, reported 51.2% of pregnant women in India received at least four antenatal care visits, which is an important indicator of awareness and access to reproductive health services. And while that is significant, I'd imagine women have a lot of questions about being a mother, which cannot always be covered in antenatal care visits.
1: That's true. Luckily, we have several people working on making the internet a lot more inclusive for women. They're building platforms that provide relevant knowledge to women and tailor solutions that are specific to their needs. One such platform is Helify. It's an app that celebrates moms and moms-to-be who want to build a safe environment for themselves and their babies. We spoke to Aradhana Singh, the vice president of products at Helify, about what they do and what inspired its inception.
0: So, in 2016, as we all know, there was this, uh, you know, very strong geowave and a lot of users, they started using internet for the first time and there were so many apps that also came into existence. But what we observed that none of these uh, applications or none of the products, it was, you know, solving for this segment of the motherhood, which is, you know, once a woman, she becomes pregnant, you know, after she has a baby. And talking about how Halofy happened, so I would say that, you know, it was from our own personal experiences and it was from our own observations. Things we saw and experienced ourselves. So, you know, we all are 90s kids. And growing up in the 90s, we have seen our own mothers struggling with the challenges of motherhood. And there were multiple doubts, there were questions, and there weren't many places to find answers. Now, fast forward it a bit. So today, uh, we are in a tech world. There wasn't much solutions which was made for this section of the mothers. And as we all know that the tech industry, it is majorly dominated by male founders. At times, we'd even joke and even now we joke that uh, if men could get pregnant, we would probably have an app for every hiccup and every craving of pregnancy by now. So all of this was you know, very small observations and that's how hedophi came to be. It wasn't just, uh, I would say, one big incident but a collection of experiences and observations, where I would say we saw a need, we saw a gap, and we decided to step up and fill it.
2: It's quite surprising that this is a largely untapped market. Motherhood, as Aradhana says, is a universal experience. It may be a unique journey, but it is relatable to so many. Despite the experience being so similar, different mothers from different backgrounds have challenges unique to them. Here is Aradhana talking about it.
0: The mothers are very well connected to their doctors. Uh, so they have, uh, I would say, good medical support. But we all stay in a nuclear family. So uh, they tend to be very alone. And in contrary to that, in the Tier 2 city, you know, the mothers may have ample amount of this uh, family setup because the nuclear family setup is usually not there. Most of us, we stay in a joint family. But doctor to patient ratio is far from ideal.
1: Mothers do need so much support in so many ways and we hardly ever talk about that. Let me introduce you to Aditya Misra, an investor from Omidyar Network India, an investment firm that focuses on impact. He recently became a parent himself and has this to say.
3: One learning from that experience is that, you know, expecting women or uh, mothers uh, need incredible support. And that is, you know, a very small percentage of the entire support they need is actually fulfilled by a doctor. And that was the insight that created Helofi, that, you know, you need, what should you be eating? How much should you be exercising? How do your preferences change? These are not questions ideally, I mean, I'm sure doctors have a point of view on it, but these are not questions that, or it could be, you know, help with lactation, for instance, which is again an issue that a lot of women face. So what Helofi identified very early is that in this entire journey, often the needs of the mother or the expecting woman are overlooked because the newborn gets all the attention. And what they've tried to do with their focus on content, community and commerce is to really bring the woman at the center of the universe and really offer solutions in a comprehensive manner.
1: Having family support, good healthcare, and the right information at the right time is key during a pregnancy. But all three are not always available to everyone. At least now with Healify, they're able to connect and fill in those gaps for each other. There are so many questions that come with being pregnant, like Aditya mentioned. What can I eat? What can I drink? Is this new product I bought good for me and my baby? We spoke to Mona Alicia Biswas, a homemaker from West Bengal and the mother of a one-year-old baby, about her experience with Healify. Although she joined HeloFi because she had a complication during a pregnancy and wanted more information on it, she also found HeloFi helpful in other ways. She never used to eat properly before. Then I look at the comments and some of the users has written down recipes so I use those recipes to make food for her to eat. Any mother can tell you how hard it is to get their babies to eat properly sometimes mothers are decision makers and have to be so careful because whatever they do affects their baby too. Aradhana says that they've always been very close to their users to understand what they need and that HeloFi has evolved a lot over the years with the help of user feedback. Listen to Aradhana talk about that.
0: That's how we kind of did our research and we started creating health and medical content in the space along with a team of expert mothers and doctors. Now what happens is that, of course, Google is filled with information because there is no credibility of that information. So Googling in this stage, it actually, you know, ends up confusing you even more. So that's why we focused on creating only health and medical content because infotainment content or entertainment content, is anyway available in bulk in YouTube and Instagram. Now the beauty of, you know, this health and medical content is that it has a very finite universe. So, you know, in a span of 1 to 1.5 years, where we were able to cover each and every problem that a mother goes through in her journey.
2: It's still unbelievable to me that the solutions to problems around women's health haven't been as accessible as they should be. Let's get to the bottom of this and find out why, right after this break. Welcome back to Smartphone Nation. As I was saying, women in India have just started to talk about their bodies and health, honestly and publicly. Consider this. In 2016, a group of economists studied 2.3 million OPD visits to the All India Institute of Medical Sciences or AIMS in Delhi. These excluded those which are solely for women, such as gynecology. They found a large difference in the likelihood of men and women coming to the OPD. For every visit by a woman, 1.7 men visited.
1: I wish I could say that this happened because women are healthier or something, but that's not the case. There's no doubt that women's health is a controversial topic all over the world. A great example is the overturning of Roe v. Wade in the year 2022, a landmark piece of legislation that made access to abortion a federal right in the US. It sparked a widespread debate about women's rights in the US and around the world. Or take this case from Ireland. In 2012, the Irish abortion law received worldwide attention on the death of Savita Halapanavar, who had been denied an abortion while suffering a septic miscarriage. It led to massive protests in the country and made way for legislation that allowed women to have abortions in the event of a threat to their life. India has a long way to go too. Talking about women's bodies and health is considered taboo to this day in most countries across the globe. Here's Aradhana talking about this.
0: Pregnancy is a very sensitive journey and it may have a multitude of questions which are often very uncomfortable to ask. So, you know, for instance, things like sex during pregnancy or things like a vaginal discharge during pregnancy. So these could be questions which, you know, a mom and especially a mother who comes from a traditional background, she may not be, you know, very comfortable asking those questions.
1: I can attest that the fear is warranted. Even middle or upper class Indian women who are very vocal about women's health and bodies face a lot of backlash from the public for talking about it. So for women from more traditional backgrounds, it can be a lot harder. Listen to Mona Leisha talk about her experience. There were questions I had in mind which I couldn't ask the doctor because I was uncomfortable asking them. When we asked her what these questions were, she was hesitant but said, both are my... Questions were about my husband and my relationship with him during pregnancy. Like I said before, her hesitation is valid, but Helofi has a way of dealing with this too. Aradhana told us about the three key steps they've taken towards creating a safe space for women on Helofi. One is a community on the app that the dads don't have access to. This is so that every mother can talk about their issues without judgment or hesitation. The second is having candid discussions between the more informed moms that are vocal about their experiences. This encourages the mothers from traditional backgrounds to learn and open up about their experiences after confirming that it's a safe space. I let Aradhana tell you the third.
0: Uh, so what we have done in our QA section, we have an option to go anonymous. So this way your mothers can ask, you know, their questions without revealing their identities and ensuring that they get answers without the need to worry. So ultimately, our goal is to ensure that every pregnant mother, she feels very safe, she feels very comfortable and she feels very empowered to discuss every aspect of their pregnancy journey without any fear or hesitation on the helopad.
2: I can't believe the way to keep mothers safe from judgment is to keep their dads away from the conversation. I mean, I'd assume it's the man's journey too. But let's celebrate the small wins. I believe this is just the beginning and women are only going to get stronger and have more agency over their lives going forward. And in India, this is also good for business. Here's Aditya Misra again talking about that.
3: Here's a mind-boggling stat. India accounts for more births per year than China, US and Europe combined. So it's a huge market, right? And I think we are probably off the four regions that I mentioned. It doesn't look like our birth rates are plummeting. Right, all others are sort of now looking at maybe U.S. not so much, but China already reporting a sharp decrease in number of births, etc. So that is one. So it's a very large market. Number two, uh, as I said, I think uh, it needed a very different approach. It needed that full stack approach to be able to cater to the needs of the expecting woman or the mother, you know, in a comprehensive manner. You know, I think as parents would attest. There's the spend propensity in this category is huge. Parents won't spend on themselves, but they don't think twice, you know, when it comes to spending for their kids, provided you can offer the right products. These leaps we are taking to
2: provide women better services are not just limited to healthcare, but also finance. We spoke to Natasha, the chief technical officer of Kaleidofin, who believes that the company and the solutions it provides were specifically designed to suit women. Kaleidofin helps improve the financial well-being of women, particularly those from the next half billion, by building their income and wealth while also reducing their financial risks. Listen to Natasha tell us about one of our oldest customers, Kavita.
4: We have a woman, Kavita, who is one of our oldest customers. She lives on the outskirts of Allahabad. She runs a small shop you know, to sell grocery items like wafers, water bottles, air drinks. And she uses a smartphone, right, for coordinating with her distributors today. And she doesn't really use her phone for anything else in terms of financial transactions. She uses WhatsApp, YouTube. Now, she's taken several loans from microfinance institutions in her area. And so, Kavita's first discovery about Kaleidofin was actually through the microfinance institution that she already works with and has taken a loan with. And that's, you know... What we've adopted, right? We've adopted what we call a tech and touch model. Uh, We we tie up with microfinance institutions, small banks, corporate banks who have an existing relationship with our target customers. And this really helps in um, several significant ways, right? Uh, When Karita first meets us, right, it's through a trusted channel. It is through uh, uh, an agent who she has probably already been working with, an organization that she trusts and has already been working with for several years. And that makes it much easier for her to understand ColliderFront services, to get that human connect.
1: Natasha adds that the agent completely relies on their technology to bring their customers to their platform. And so Kaleidofin believes in investing not just in the self-service, but also in the assisted technology required for that because the last mile connect helps in hand-holding these customers through the process. There is a large gender gap in India, so having assistance really helps. Listen to Natasha talk about this.
4: To quote the Findex report, right, because I think it just has some very telling statistics, right? They they found that almost one-third of users, right, very often cannot use their account without help from either family member or an agent. And Kavita has actually been diligently saving with us uh, all through the COVID lockdown. Uh, it's made a huge difference for her, right, uh, because she's also been able to access that savings in times of emergency and also be able to continue saving, also access credit when she needed it, because she has a savings history and past credit history that we're able to analyze
2: as a whole. We spoke to a user, Kalei Sevi Krishnamurti who is a tailor healing from Dharmapur in Tamil Nadu. She lives with a husband who is a daily laborer and has three daughters in school. This is her story.
0: So what sir said was if you put some money like 500 rupees or so aside as savings every month you can use it for your daughter's education and yourself. We liked what he said so we opened an account. Using the savings, I am planning to start a small tuition.
1: Kale Selvi also hopes to save enough to build a house and invest in her own higher education. Financial planning can be intimidating for all of us. And it's amazing that Kale Selvi is getting the assistance she needs to build confidence in her own financial journey.
2: It's about time we started focusing on products tailored specifically for women. And I'm glad we are clearly on the right path with women CXO starting companies and building products that cater to women. Thank you for tuning into Smartphone Nation. I'm Utsav.
1: And I am Nivedita. This was Smartphone Nation. Tune in next week for another story on how the next half billion are shaping their future online. If you like our show, please subscribe to the Smartphone Nation YouTube channel. Don't forget to rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Share this episode with your friends as it helps the show reach more people.
3: You can listen and subscribe to Smartphone Nation on the IVM Podcasts app or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is also available in Hindi and Tamil. A special thanks to Omidyar Network India for making this season possible. To know how ONI is partnering with bold and purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are working to improve the lives of India's next half billion, visit omidyarnetwork.in. Tell us what you think of the show. You can find our hosts on Twitter and Instagram. Utsav can be found on the Instagram ID at YVTravel42. You can reach out to Nivedita on Instagram at niv.prakasam. You can follow IVM on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at the ID at IVM Podcasts.